All right, guys. Quick question. What's up? What's up? Um, if you had to start a cover band, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> if you had to start a cover band, what would you name it, and who would you be covering? Oh shit. Um. Uh, let's see. I don't know who. Would, I don't. I don't know the name. Wait, what was the question? If you were to start a cover band, who? What band would you be covering, and what would be the name of your band? It would be. I would be covering Creed. <laughs> All and right. our name would be. Uh, would that be your name? It would be Creed. <laughs> it would be Creed, but then with a hyphen and an A and an H. Creed. Creed. <laughs> hey, we're 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 a Creed cover band, and we're arms wide open. Or something like that. <laughs> um, to answer that question, I would uh, I would be covering Lincoln Park, <laughs> and the band would be named Washington Playground. What? Washington Playground, yeah, because it's it's Lincoln Park. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we would cover Madonna and our our band name would be called Mandonna. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> how, how would like a version be sung in that style? What type of band are you guys? Are you guys like a traditional cover band? Are you guys a oh, we're, speed we're, metal each, cover each band? band? Each band mem- band member would take on a persona of Madonna at whatever point in time she was doing her thing. Oh, you know what? And then you guys could have people forcefully brought on stage, and then you would kiss them. Yes, or take soul, take their soul from them. However, you want to look at. Look I think at they're that. the same thing. Did you see Dirk's face after she got he got kissed by Madonna? Yeah. I said I'm she. Happy. That was a Freudian I wish slip. All, I wish all non deadly bad things to happen to Drake. <laughs> like, I wish every morning he could wake up and stub his toe on the edge of a door frame. Hey, he started from the bottom of the upper class, and now. He's <laughs> His whole team, who also went to the same gated community uh, classroom. Is that a thing? Gated community classrooms? Do they have schools in gated communities? Private school. Private school is what I was Private school, but you're dumb. (laughs) You know why? Because I didn't go to private school, goddammit, all right? Go public school. Oh, man. So Let's see. What else? uh, I think we, before every concert, we would take a shot at Jack and then pretend that we're hardcore. Like, do some, like, powder sugar off your fingernail or something <laughs> no no we, we put it in our tea <laughs> but, but you know we would it would start on the glass the pane of glass uh-huh. instead of sniffing it we would just kind of scrape it into the tea and be like, like a little tiny like spoon that they have <laughs> see see, ding, 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 ding. see my band would be uh dressed up as we were when Lincoln Park was most famous, so I would be wearing a <laughs> I would be wearing uh long baggy short jean shorts socks up to mid calf and i'd be wearing a blue fire dragon button-up shirt not buttoned open and then i have like a white shirt underneath and i gotta find that picture because it's hilarious but yeah i would be dressing like that and then i'll make you know whenever no lie sammy looks like eddie wong from fresh off the boat that's no lie you guys have that has to be a thing like you're that somebody needs that picture needs to come out. It is out. My parents posted it by accident. And I'll post it on the mexlens.com. Wait, where did they post it? Uh it's oh, on one... it's in the comments section somewhere on Facebook. But um yeah, we'll I'll put we'll put that picture up because it is delightful. Gilbert the Is it Greek. the one with all four of us? Yes. Yeah, they said I look like a Filipino hostess. <laughs> <laughs> like the cake? Uh <laughs> sorry, I'm on a diet, alright? So um, this whole life changing thing. Yeah, but honestly, guys, I, I'm kind of frustrated because I look at pictures of myself back in sixth grade, and I look like what like dykey girls look like now. 
And I'm just kind of like, why? Oh, why wouldn't nobody tell me that this is the secret? I could have gone to gay clubs when I was like 12 and just fucking murdered. Like I had a girl gay recently. Clubs when I was 12. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing think- to say, but they would have thought I was a girl. And then I would have gotten women. That would have been in the only society time in we live in. I'm surprised there isn't a 12 year old gay club. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr's getting to it, man. Tumblr's getting. Hey, to I'm it. just saying, like this whole thing about like nine year olds saying that they're transgendered. I'm just like, wait till you hit puberty at least. Like, right. don't make these big life decisions. You don't. Okay, anatomically speaking, you are like 99 percent the same as a boy, the same as a girl. Like, your shit don't work. It's not like it's a different... You don't got pecs. You don't got boobs. Right. Like, just wait till you hit puberty. Your, muscle, you your make... shoulders had not even started to grow in, boy. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like, if I put a dress on you, you you would be a girl. You would be a girl. We wouldn't say, oh, he's not... No, you would be a girl. And vice versa. <laughs> if we put a girl in shorts and cut her hair short, you're a boy. There's no difference between you, except for that thing between your legs. <laughs> Wait till you have something that more defines you as the opposite sex before you start making decisions in life based on the gender of your sex. Because at nine, you don't really have gender. Right. Or, you, well, you have, the, have you have the artificial gender we give you. Like, oh, you're a boy. Here's blue. Here's boy toys. But like, you're too young to make those decisions. <laughs> like the, I guess like uh, this thing that Sam been telling me about that people was like, I identify with a wolf. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you know why? Because kids shouldn't make decisions like this. Right? Where are your parents, kid? <laughs> well, like, honestly, okay, so, Gil, I'll, I'll probably go against you, like, honestly, like, I saw one That's video. Fine. Yeah. One video where this little the little kid was, like, they dressed him as, it was a boy, and dressed him as a boy, and then they switched him to a girl, and he just ended up being happier and was happier, and it was, it will always work out like this. But sometimes, in some instances, I think it's okay for a kid. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying that, that this is, this is, to do that, to make that decision is, like, Getting married, you you're, yeah, you commit to it. Doing something like that, you, you're doing something that's going to affect your entire life, right? But so if I bail on, I'm not saying I'm not saying halfway they're going to take half my shit. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> they might. Uh-huh. <laughs> if your parents disown you, <laughs> take yeah. all your shit. Um, what I'm saying is that that one, a child shouldn't make that decision, and two, we shouldn't have to force them to make that decision. Absolutely. Like if if a boy wants to dress up like a girl. We can just say, okay, fine, dress up. Like that's what I just said. Like physically speaking, they're barely different. Right. Mm-hmm. So if, if if a boy dressed up as a girl and never said he was a boy, we would never know. Right. Like we would we would never know until he hits puberty, and that's what I'm, that's what my point is. Like my point is not yeah whether it makes him happy or not. If it makes him happy, do it. I mean, fucking every boy's played with dolls. Every boy's have done something cross gendered, yeah. and same thing with girls. Like if you say you haven't, you're fucking lying. Yeah. But you know, but to, but that didn't just because I let, I play with, real quick just because I played with Barbies or did something like that didn't mean I all of a sudden became transgendered. Yeah, oh, you're you know right. What I mean, Cause we've we've gendered objects, which is the bigger problem: gendering the objects. Like, let a kid play with the fuck whatever they yeah, want. Of course. But you know what? Don't don't do something to your detriment or that you might change. Because like, honestly, gender and sexuality are kind of in flux. They're not as permanent as we like to think they are. So absolutely, you know, he might switch back. Mm-hmm. And that's not a big deal. Yeah. But unless we make it such. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's my thing was just like, yeah, that's okay. I believe in that. But going against your decision, like, let them wait till they hit puberty. Because then when they hit puberty, like I was telling Eric, they are going to be like, I want to be a dragon. I can be whatever gender I want. <laughs> like, like honestly, like, I, it's like a I want to be Sanic. <laughs> Sanic right? the Hedgehog. 
No, but like, yeah. Like, I identified as Batman when I was 12 years old. Could I have been Batman? You guys are telling me I could have been Batman? What the hell? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like these Dying. kids. I was telling Gerg before. I was like, these kids, they choose. Like, they say, oh, I identify with being a dragon because they read these books and shit. And, you know, and they have the internet now. So they can convince other kids that they are also dragons, too. And so, like, there's a Tumblr post that, like, that did it exactly right. The kid is like, I have identified with so many animals, I don't even know if this is real anymore. Because <laughs> he was, like, a dragon, a fox, like, a polar bear, and, like, a turtle at one point. Like, he was all these, like, he listed all the animals he was, it's, whatever. Earthworm. <laughs> and so, like, they, you know, that's, that's why I kind of fear that they have this decision to make when they're in their, teen, in their formative years. Because now they have the internet to taint them. You know what, guys? I've just realized something. I, I like women, but I don't feel like a human. I think I identify with dildos. <laughs> I think I am actually a human dildo. Are you dildo kin? Is that, that's what they would call it, dildo kin. I'm dildo kin. <laughs> Why does that sound like a superhero? I am dildo kin. I just want that on a shirt. I'm hairy. I got a head. Sometimes things squirt out of my mouth. He's, he's very similar. He's ribbed. I'm ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> you're um, taller, a little thinner. And your feet are big and bulky. <laughs> what? Strong base. Yeah, Wait. I am I'm with this. Oh, okay. You're dildo kid. See? Dildo kid. I'm going to make... I'm, gonna I'm more of a chode, I guess. <laughs> Shorter, a little bit thicker. You guys, I'm not going to become dildo kid with you two. I am less hairy. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to be Dildo Kid. Can we get the shirt called, set, that says Dildo Kid on it so I can wear it to conventions? No. Go to our Kickstarter and contribute $100 to get a shirt of Dildo Kid. <laughs> so, I can, can, so I can wear it to conventions and people who would get the joke would be like, ah. <laughs> I don't think anybody would ever get that joke out of context. I don't give a shit. I think they might think it's like a Skyrim thing, like. Dildokin. 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 I'm the lost hobbit from the Lord of the Rings. Eh? <laughs> There's Bilbo Frodo and I'm Dildokin. <laughs> Bilbo Frodo Dildo. I think it works by itself. Right? <laughs> what? Where's your fr- I'm from the Dildokin family. <laughs> from the Dildo Bagginses. <laughs> Dildo Bagginses. <laughs> and on that note, this is the return of the Fantastic Woo! Voyage. Completely ignore our original song and just start playing NWA. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the police coming straight out the underground. Hey, 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 calm down, calm down. Hey, man, Baltimore's yeah, getting me angry. Baltimore. Baltimore's getting me angry. Why? <laughs> because you're not you're not part of the Black Ute. Ute. <laughs> God, that, we'll, we'll get into that later. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sammy Gonzalez with themexlens.com, and welcome to our first episode of the Fantastic Voyage here on themexlens.com. Yay. yay! Soft, soft applause for that one. All right, soft. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm doing a yay. Add a bunch of like copy paste. <sighs> oh, yeah. some foley effects. Anyway, I'm Sammy Gonzalez, and I will be your host for today. And here with me are Guru Gilbert, 
Oh, the Guru Gilbert. I like that one. And um, the third member of our cast, this group, wait, wait. the Fantabulous. <gasps> there it is. Gurky. Yes. And yeah, baby. <laughs> we are back after a six-month hiatus. Six-month incarceration. Incarceration. Locked up. They won't let me out. You know what, though? It's a good thing we all got locked up together because then we got out together, too. Yeah. We didn't rat on each other. We didn't get shortened or long in sentences. You know, good behavior. Uh, you know, stuck together. Good behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy pimped himself out to get us out early. It's all right. Gil started a church group. Uh, he's now uh, the pastor of, the, of San Quentin. And, oh shit! Do they have to? Do, do I have to still talk to those people? I thought I once I was out, they would just kind of take care of themselves. The but in fact, Gilbert's thing. Muslim now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. For, I, am I? I? I don't know. I don't think Muslims sacrifice bats. <laughs> I think it might be pagan. A, we might be like a subset. Like oh no, that, that might be uh, one of those crazy Christians. You know, there's like a bunch of those now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's Mormon. Regardless. So he's Mormon is what you're telling me. Yeah, <laughs> I am Dildokin now. Oh, I'm God. <laughs> based on the balls of the rock. You became Dildokin in prison. That's a terrible, terrible <laughs> in reintroduction of your character, Gil. I can now, uh, <laughs> I have my own, uh, like, Martha Stewart esque show where I can show you guys how to. The amazing recipes you could do with Top Ramen and uh, other uh, Maruchans, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> I could teach you how to make jewelry from saran wrap if you ever want to do a rosary with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get. You know? I want to get various Maruchans on a T-shirt. Like, Did you know that if you sprinkle bits of pillow. So what, what happened? I was just saying, if you sprinkle bits of pillow in your ramen, <laughs> it has a wonderful salt-like flavor from all the sweat in your hair that went into your pillow. Oh man! These are prison tips for cooking. All right? You can make various types of merlots. No lie. No lie. Uh, yeah, that baby duck wine. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's no, it's no like secret that I love ice cream. <laughs> what if it was like what? Uh, you had to keep anyway, it like that's out the bag. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love me some ice cream, and uh, my brother, um, uh, the Mexican steam donkey, he uh, <laughs> he said he goes, I- I'm pretty sure that if if I got locked up, that I'd figure out a way to make prison ice cream. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like he said, that, that people make prison wine and prison booze because you'd be the guy that make prison ice cream somehow. And I was like, you ain't lying. I figured that shit out, man. Smuggle, smuggle ice cubes one cube at a time if I have to. He's slowly stirring, slightly agitated. Just like, there you go. Just get a, uh, you know, sell your body for some coffee creamer from a uh-huh. from a guard. Just need. I need 15 minutes of just, I need someone to cheer this, man. I need 15 minutes in the icebox. That's all. Oh. <laughs> hey, you're working the fridge today? Right? Hey, I'd figure out a way. Size. I'd figure it out, man. Oh, you guys. Imagine ice cream in prison. I'd be a god. <laughs> he, he runs He runs a copper cold coil all the way to his cell <laughs> from one of the big fridges. I, don't even, I busted Andy Dufresne, but I don't even escape. I just get the, to, the ice, to the freezer so I can freeze ice cream. <laughs> I took a hole for three years. Why? I needed ice cream, man. What the hell? They, they don't give us ice cream. I'm I'm of good behavior. They don't give me ice cream. If you grind up coffee and a little bit of brown sugar, it almost tastes like chocolate. Right? <laughs> uh you guys. So it's been six months and the last conversation we had before we condensed all of our shows. So we used to have a bunch of shows. We used to have, you know, the West Coast Cantina. We used to have that was a lot of work. Commitment to excellence. We used to have uh what else do we have? Another one. Um, Player Juan podcast. We're condensing everything down to the Fantastic Voyage now. So we get once a week 
a fantabulous show for all the masses. Now, last time we talked, we talked about knockoff breakfast cereals. The greatest, be- <laughs> the be- greatest breakfast cereals ever. Sugar Smacks. <laughs> We talked about Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. We talked about, you know, Deus Ex and Shadow of Mordor. We talked about Sunset Overdrive. Things that are all very old at this point. But <laughs> one of the things that will never die is Age of Ultron. And right before we left, we actually did like a whole trailer analysis of Age of Ultron. And you should go back to listen to it um, on the Mexicans.com SoundCloud. That's SoundCloud.com slash the Mexicans, D O T C O M. And about that, after that, we have now seen Age of Ultron. So we're going to talk about that Ooh. in a little bit. And also, this weekend, we had the fight of the century. Century, century. Uh, yeah, Hulkbuster versus Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, we had uh, Mayweather versus Pacquiao now. If you're not into sports, this is going to be our commitment to excellence segment. It's going to be small and short, though, just like Manny Pacquiao. And huh. then we will move That's forward. That's a congressman you're making fun of. Watch out. Whatever. From the Philippines, he's not gonna. That's a future saint, man. <laughs> Did you pluck the chicken? <laughs> <laughs> and from that racism, uh, we're gonna move on to two other stories. Potentially, we might get to uh, one regarding uh, hipsters and their glorious Dukeyfield beards. Mm. And perhaps um, we dig up one of my brother's ancestors with a three hundred year old dildo. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my! It's one of my. It's one of uh, Gil's kins. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and so, anyway, let's get this thing going, shall we? Age of Ultron. He still has no strings to hold him down. The Age of Aquarius. Oh, guys, lasted longer than Ultron did. Jeez. So I, uh, I, I went and saw an IMAX 3D. I thought it was just regular IMAX. My buddy, you know, was like, oh, it's IMAX 3D. And so I got kind of crazy excited. But then I was like, fuck, I have to wear these big glasses over my regular glasses. <laughs> you know, because my, my eyes are getting worse and worse by the day. So I'm trying to watch the movie. But I don't know, man. What would you guys think? I Here's the thing. People are like, oh, it's not as good as the Avengers. It's not making as much money as the Avengers, the original one. And I'm like, guys, it was still pretty just... It was more insane than good, I would say, because it had so much going on. But I really enjoyed it. What do you guys think? Um, so do you think people are liking it or they're hating it? They're liking it, but they think they love comparing it more to the first one than anything. Shit. Then that means I don't know how to start. Because whatever <laughs> I end with, they're going to say, oh, he loves it. Or, oh, he hates it. And I want to be on the side that's not full of crazies. <laughs> like, I want to be on or I want to be on the side of the. Actually, I want to be on the side of the crazies because then they won't troll me. <laughs> what do you think because i'm kind of oh what's he okay go so I'm, i'll start with my criticism how about this i'll start with my criticism let's, let's go with that yeah okay okay really 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 only two major criticisms and they're not even that major the first one is is i was a little bit tired of seeing the avengers fight oh, no not shit. because not because it was uh overly long or anything it was kind of it was pretty good but since we've already seen the power so often i really wanted to see them change it up a lot right like like when Vision showed up and then he started fighting, I was like, oh shit, something new. Time out. Spoiler alert. This is going to be a spoiler conversation. I'll He's cut back on into this. the fucking <laughs> cover of Time Magazine. Yeah. Come the fuck on. If you don't know Vision's going to be in there, By then, now? You don't know who, then you don't know who Vision is. And it's going to be a surprise anyway, because guess what? You don't know who Vision is. <laughs> All right, proceed. So Vision came okay. and is going to fuck shit up. Yes. It's not like I said Darth Vader showed up. I mean, I didn't. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Oh, sorry. Shit. You know, the crossover is happening. When Spider-Man no, anyway. comes in. Huh. <laughs> Miles Morales. But, yeah. So, 
So kind of seeing Thor with lightning and everybody in super strength, and it was kind of like, oh, Cap is doing more tricks with his shields. Like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Kind of boring. Especially when you... I was kind of also... Okay, okay. So that's one. Two. To me, honestly, Ultron sucked. Uh-huh. Ultron sucked. <laughs> I, I and could, I know people love him. I could join you on that. Sucked. I can join you on that, to be honest. Because, yeah, he, it was just so weak. And I think that's the thing. I say sucked. It's a little bit harsh, but he was just really weak. Like, he was never a threat. And I think that was the biggest, my, that was, they should have made him seem like a threat. We all knew he wasn't. We all knew he was going to be killed at the end. Mm-hmm. You, if you don't know that going in, then, then you've never seen a movie ever. <laughs> you've never seen, a, you've never seen an action movie ever. Right. Um, so the fact that he was so kind of like a pushover, plus the fact you already know he's just going to lose. Right. It was just like, you have nothing to offer, dude. Nothing. Like. Honestly, I think the point that took me out of how, like, evil and scary he was or how threatening he was, this is a line from the movie, and I'm paraphrasing, but they said, he's in the internet now. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is he, freakazoid? Like, <laughs> he is now part of the web. I was like, okay, I can see how that's frightening, but he's got to sift through a lot of bullshit to get to the good stuff, you know? It's like cats, 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 porn, 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 porn. Cats, 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 cats. And he's like, you don't want me to destroy the human race. Why? You see how many cat videos there are? Y'all have this, this piece of information that can literally connect everybody on the planet, but you waste it on cats. What is this Gangnam style? It has six billion views. <laughs> and then how did he Meanwhile, not get entertained by any of that stuff? He's like, oh shit, hold on, let me watch this video a few more times. <laughs> Maybe that's why it took him so goddamn long to do anything he was doing. <laughs> just, just sitting there watching cat videos. how-to videos, how to make shit. That was my biggest gripe with this goddamn movie. <laughs> was, one, he, like Gilbert said, it was just like non-threatening. Like, they built... The, they tried to make him seem like he was some crazy, unstoppable character. When everybody knows yeah. this isn't Age of Ultron Part One, <laughs> right? And that, I believe I call I said this in our in our prediction. Like they're gonna try to cover a lot of ground in a standard two and a half hour movie, or however long the movie was. Yeah, yeah. And they did it, and it was entertaining. Me, t- entertaining. It was great. Um, Hawkeye was relevant because Shit. they made him human. Yeah. And it was easy for everybody to relate to that type of dude, and it was cool. I really like that. Um, but it's just, and then like half the time he's like making jokes, and which is fine, part of the the persona that they got that that guy's doing. But it's like you built an army of robots to drop a rock, (laughs) and you you know he 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 didn't build an army of like cool robots he built an army of zerglings like yeah, there's a like, lot of them you could punch them out but there's a lot of them yeah like the putties from the <laughs> they look at the putties from the from the uh, power rangers and <laughs> and so he builds all these 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 things and i was like you could have come up with a better plan or um like the they they steal uh i don't want to give too much of the movie away but they steal some substance from um Ulysses Claw, which is I was happy to see because that means that there's gonna be a Black Panther movie, which is awesome. I knew there's gonna be a Black Panther movie, but now just seeing a character from that universe, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then actually, them, uh, <laughs> them mention um, 
Wakanda. I was like, yay! Um, <laughs> yeah. So you you steal this, you steal what they steal, and it's like, and you make your fancy armor for yourself that apparently didn't do a damn thing. Right. Yeah, that's confusing. As as, <laughs> right. As soon as three of the Avengers uh, decided to focus their energy on you, you're like, oh my god, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I was like, wait a minute, how did he? How did this substance go from and basically the you know adamantium two? Yeah, yeah. To like, if you heat it hard enough, like it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would, like for me, he he was never victorious. He he never had the upper hand. Every time somebody came up to him, they he jobbed every time. The only time he ever got the upper hand was when he was using the other two. Yes, and in that case, he just said, "You do badass shit. I'm gonna do nothing." Uh-huh. And then every other chance he gets to interact himself, he jobs. It's just like, "Oh, I'm facing this guy. Job. Oh, I'm facing this guy. Job. Oh, I'm going to go against something that is technically weaker than me." They've explicitly said that this thing is less complex and less sophisticated than I am, but I'm gonna job to job to him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like. Oh, I'm I'm gonna fight him. Win, done. He just wins because, like the whole aspect of the internet thing, I would have loved to see that go somewhere. Well, the way like, they they introduced him, the whole when it first yes. happened, when him and Jarvis were talking, that that scene was amazing to me. They did that awesome, beautifully to me. Right, it puts you and then in some it puts you in his space, like in it puts you in the yeah. internet essentially, you know, a subconscious mind in the internet. And that's saying that out loud makes that kind that that kind that's kind of scary, right? Imagine being in the internet. Your consciousness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. My biggest thing with uh, Ultron himself. Well, it's, it was two parted. I guess one was going into it before knowing that there was going to be seven other movies after it, and that everyone was going to be okay to some extent. Like, oh yeah, you know, went to like, oh, we're gonna have you know Black Panther, we're gonna have this one, we're gonna have Iron Man five, we're gonna have Captain America Civil War. So it's like, okay, Cap and, and Iron Man are okay, and they're gonna live to fight another day. And it's like after everyone else, I don't really don't give a shit. Like I don't. Black Widow dies. I'm sad. There's titties, less titties on my face. You know, um, you know, Hawkeye dies. Okay, poor Hawkeye. He doesn't have a job anymore. Uh, who else? Hulk. Eh, they'll just CG another motherfucker later. You know, when it when when, <laughs> when time comes. So that really kind of was like, okay, Ultron is not going to take anybody or kill anybody of importance, and they're going to save the day. But number two... Just a spoiler alert, Coulson dies again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Well, she shows uh, up and Ultron said, stabs you, him in the wang. You, you said the um, the Civil War. We had a There's a little glimpse, glimpse of it. Oh, yeah. Like a speck of glimpse. A speck yeah, of glimpse. There's, there's, a, there's a line. You essentially beat the, the line kind of being... Drawn here, drawn, right there, and you're like, and I was like, oh shit, here it is, you know, well, here's the beginning of shit, and the bee's like, why are you so excited? I was like, uh, don't worry about it. Yeah, well, they did it a couple times. There's a couple times I could have saw where they kind of were like, all right, let's poke that Civil War dragon, and then, but mostly, what I don't like about Ultron, uh, before we get to the good stuff, is uh, positive stuff, I should say, is um, they made him. It's like they wanted him to be Marvel's Joker. I felt. Like, some of the, his delivery, like, his voice was amazing, don't get me wrong, but some of his delivery, some of his jokey tendencies, I was like, why are you Why are you sarcastic? Aren't you supposed to be, like, terrifying? Don't you have a mission? Why are you making jokes? Stop it. Because he was supposed to be Tony Stark Part 2, but he, they failed at that. Is that what it was? Because, like, yeah, because they're, like, 
like there's that part where he gets pissed when they compare him to Tony Stark. Right. And I think the message was that he was supposed to be imprinted Better. from Tony Stark or maybe he like I, I don't I'm not quite certain why he was Tony Starkish, but he was definitely to, like Tony Stark. Yeah. Like that was, well, that, he was supposed yeah. to be quippy and arrogant and all this crap, but they never spent enough time on it. Uh-huh. The one time they spent really on it was when he gets mad when they, he gets compared. And I thought that was interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. if not short bit. It was like, oh, okay, what's this going to be? Right. And then it doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then it stops there. And then, and then. Fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah. Also, ca- also Ultron lips didn't, didn't care for him. <laughs> It looked like Megatron. Yeah, from yeah, the was, Bay movies. It's just like the way his lips would is not. They weren't lips. They were just like the metal would like conform like really weird. Yeah. It was like the CG was just like you know they made like a claymation of it and then they just moved it around. Yeah. Like he didn't have like sliding panels where a mouth would be. Like that. Yeah, it was just yeah. It looked a little inorganic. Um, other than that, any other bad things about it before we just get into the good things real quick? Uh, like real big heavy gripes because. I mean, I, I can go into I mean, spoiler territory real quick uh, with one, and I'm so this is fair warning, spoiler alert, three, two, one, now you're gone. The fucking telegraphing of Hawkeye dying and then not dying, like, he has a oh. family, here's a picture of him kissing his family, here he is putting <laughs> in his jacket, one last mission, he has a wife and kids, <laughs> I was like, Okay, he's gonna die, and then then they set him up to die, and then he doesn't die. I'm like, you hookers, kill no, that was him. funny to me. That was funny to me because I didn't I didn't get that. You didn't. I didn't get that. Really? Because I was accepting it for what it is. I was like, oh, he kept his secret. Mm-hmm. He's kind of going at it nonchalantly now. It doesn't seem like a big secret, but you know, I thought it was, I I appreciate it for the character development aspect of it, yeah. and the fact that oh shit. We have somebody who's actually a person now, mm-hmm. and not just a superhero. God, a superhero. Yeah. And then when they show um, that he's about to get killed by the helicopter or whatever, no, the hoverbird, or whatever. Yeah, I was like, huh, he's not gonna die here, because it started coming together. I heard, I all that stuff came back, and I was like, no, he's not gonna die here. And then they showed Quicksilver, and I was like, oh, he's gonna die. And then when he said, you didn't see that coming, I was like, eh, a little too late. I did see it coming right before you. Yeah. It happened. Like, you guys, you guys tipped your hat too early. Mm-hmm. You know? And I wasn't even looking for it. Yeah. And I kind of saw it coming. And then when he says that line, I was like, yeah. mm, missed the mark. Not quite. Uh, not quite the bullseye. <laughs> You're a little bit late. Yeah. You know, if you didn't telegraph Quicksilver being close, uh-huh. then you might have got away with it. He's fast. He could have come from a mile away. You didn't have to show me him, uh-huh. but the fact that they yeah. did, I was like, okay, he's dying. Quicksilver's dying. Yeah. We're talking about Russian accent saved from everyone. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't lay it on too thick because when yeah. they forgot to do it, you didn't think about it. <laughs> 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 it was like a light run. He didn't go, oh, welcome to Russia. How are you doing? Come to He was like, but oh, yet. to Russia. Cousin, was, cousin, let's go bowling. <laughs> so then he says, sister, let's go over there. It doesn't, it's not as jarring. <laughs> If he's like, yeah. Seastar, let's go over there. Seastar, <laughs> have some borscht with our family. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know. That was kind of distracting. But like you said, once they got, re- like, they would drop in and out of it. And... I like the enhanced human. Yeah. Not mutants. Enhanced <laughs> humans. Because so, they're technically not mutants. So, they get their powers are artificial. So can I call, like, a girl with fake titties an enhanced human? You can. Yes. Yes. <laughs> If it's below the skin, they're enhanced. Our mom's enhanced. 
Oh, that's right. She's got a titanium knee. <laughs> she has two of them, actually. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of good things I liked about it, though. Um, like, because there's times where I was watching where I was seeing so much happening. Like, the first <laughs> the, opening, the scene, opening scene. Holy the shit. opening scene, I was like, the, okay, I had one gripe, but then they kind of won me over with one of the shots. It was like... Okay, they're going through every single fighter again. They're just immediately off the bat recreating the the famous shot from the Avengers where they're going, you know, the city across and everyone's doing their thing, right? I'm like, okay, you guys are shooting your load too early. What's going on? And then they just kind of culminate into that one action shot from the side. And I was in, you know, with all the fanboys and stuff, but then I kind of fanboyed out a bit. I was like, oh, shit. And then, like, oh, that was, uh, no. <laughs> you didn't get it? You didn't like no. it? No. The, the the physics were slightly off. Uh, yeah, it was no, but and and then that, that that made me think about it. And then when I was processing what I was looking at, I was like, ah, oh, I missed the moment. I just no, you but know? for it me, was just too weird for me. No, it was because I was just like, hey, this is how. And then that that happened. But then just something triggered in my like, you know, I like to figure myself an adult now. But that little kid inside of me just kind of re- reawoke and was like, I'm seeing all of my favorite heroes. In live action, it just hit me again, you know. No, because Spider Man's not there. Oh come on, Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing like one third of my favorite heroes. <laughs> but there's Batman. Oh wait. Okay, guys, and the Ninja Turtles, Batman—they're not all going to be in the same. I'm Imagine just saying they should Power have introduced Miss Marvel. Yeah, you know. But anyway, like I just like that. That was just like that is cool. <laughs> You know, and then some of the things that they threw in, like the claw scenes and stuff, like that was interesting. The vibranium, all that stuff, uh, ran a little too long, I think. But just that little bit, just seeing all that action, seeing all that craziness, I it was too much sometimes. But when I was able to, you know, figure out what was happening, it was just really fun to look at. One thing that I kind of was like, that was interesting, a, a little. It made it it made hard to kind of really get into the movie for me, but it made the movie interesting. Is that it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't a story about anybody. It was an event, and then how mm-hmm. everybody interacts with the event, um, you know. And and because there were so many things going on, so many people show up, so many plots are started. They they're finally st- really kind of kickstarting the um, Infinity War. Um, what else? There's uh, they started. Okay, I don't know if these are spoilers or not, Fuck but it. they're starting. They're starting Ragnarok. They're yeah. starting Civil War. They're starting the Infinity War. Um, I think there's another one in there that uh, they might have been starting. Uh, but I'll think of it later, maybe. Right. But you have those three major storylines, which yeah. <laughs> which are like not... They had nothing to do with the movie they were in, except for maybe the kind of one of the stones comes into play a little bit. Um, but they kind of... I don't know. They were kind of interesting. They kind of added to the the event feeling of this story. But it was a little bit jarring because it wasn't about anybody. You weren't following anybody. You're just kind of accepting things as they came in a whole as a whole. Um, right. Well, I, I like that they did develop the characters that don't have their standalone movies. Like you saw a little bit of you got to know Haw- Hawkeye a little bit more because practically the first movie he was a zombie for two thirds of it, right? Yeah, <laughs> or three fourths of it, you know. And then that's the last time you saw him. Um, Banner, I mean, he had a little bit of a, you know. Of a backstory, but this time you really saw how the Hulk is, you know, how that's really taking a toll on him. Even though he kind of controls it. Yeah, but it's still taking a toll on him. He doesn't like, like, when he's the Hulk, he doesn't like, they start, remember, like, the the line that Tony Stark gives him when he has the, um, 
uh, Hulkbuster suit on, and he's like, um, "Come on, Bruce, you're smarter than that." And then Hulk gets pissed off and throws a car at him, and he's like, "Oh, that's right, don't, don't bring up puny Banner." And then he like, yeah, he, he punches him. And so you see the struggle that the Hulk has. And then and, after um, that, Tony makes a joke about how many people were murdered by the Hulk. You know, because remember he's waking up and he's like, how, you know, he kind of asks like, "How many?" And he's like, yeah. ah, oh, Thor. Thor is actually the one who's like, yeah. the 300 people maimed and bloodied and oh, destroyed. That was, the battle. that was after the opening battle. Oh, the opening battle, yeah. And, yeah. and so you see, like, that too. Um, yeah, that that, pay, that pays a toll on him. And then you saw a little bit of, a, through um, Scarlet Witch's, you know, mind games, the background of Natasha Romanoff. And, which is fucked which, up, man. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, really, I really appreciated that. My favorite scene in the movies where I, I like I said where the civil war kind of there's a little bit of a line being drawn and um when Bruce Banner sees Scarlet Witch for the f- second time I guess and it's like he goes I don't need to turn he goes I could choke the life out of you without turning a a hue a shade different or shade a yeah. different hue or whatever and that to me was like holy shit <laughs> and then when th- <laughs> things pop off he grabs her and he's like go ahead piss me off yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll rip you apart right now. God, man. <laughs> so that I mean, I, I appreciated that they moved at a pretty solid pace. They uh, I had a really fast pace, mm-hmm. but they also took time to develop characters, and um, everybody kind of had a solid like role. Yeah, like even Hawkeye. Like, there's a pretty great line in the movie where he's like, um, <laughs> "It's like we're, we're on a flying, or the city is flying. We're fighting an ar- army robots." <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, shit, all right, this guy gets it. I know. You might want to edit that one out because that was a good joke. That was hilarious. Yeah, I'll drop, I'll drop that one out for you. You could bleep it. <laughs> so it sounds like Hawkeye was like, the city's flying, there's, we're fighting giant robots, and fuck this shit. <laughs> um, final thoughts, guys? Yeah, oh, well, okay. Okay, this will be my final yeah. thought. Final thought. It was good. We, we enjoyed ourselves at least a little bit. Hulk, Buster, Armor. <laughs> I was going to ask you worked <laughs> finally and there's and there's two reasons why it worked and two good reasons why it worked first reason uh veronica mm-hmm. the satellite yeah. repair system that was pretty awesome and pretty smart i was like oh yeah he's gonna fucking rip me to shreds get some redundancy so that that's not a problem <laughs> and the hulk buster suit was more clever than i'm as big as hulk he had this kind of like arm lock mechanism he had this uh, uh, rocket rabbit punch mechanism. That was pretty funny. <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> uh, rocket rabbit um, punch. <laughs> you know, so it was more clever than the typical Hulkbuster, which is just like, oh, I'm as big as Hulk. That strong. should be enough. Yeah. Um, the second thing, the second thing that I think is more important is that they show Hulk having a limit. And that's something that nobody ever really does. Like, he's supposed to be invincible to the very end like you will never defeat hulk ever in a brawl but in this it it blurs that a lot it shows you maybe he does have a limit because he never gets bigger than a certain point and there's a certain point where it looks like he's being affected by the armor yeah i mean or another thing is just like i got shot so i got punched so i got a threat thrown at me so like and then spoiler alert know. just i'm gonna give you enough seconds because i want to say this the only way they had to beat him was by 9-11-ing him through an empty building. <laughs> like, I was like, and then he got up. I was like, 
okay, this this fight's never gonna end, and then he gets sucker punched. I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> I was um, I was like, what kind of that Friday whatever that new AI that Tony has? Yeah, she needs to update her system because there was no way that that building was vacant of people because there's a bunch of cars around when that shit came down. Because <laughs> that was the middle of the day. That was those guys were working in a city. Was she Scottish, by the way? I was kind of getting thrown by the accent. May maybe she was or Irish, Anglo, or something. So yeah. Like, Welsh, Scottish, Welsh, Irish. Scottish, I don't know. Um, Gerg, final thoughts? Um, I liked it. I appreciated the character development. Uh, the mid-credit ending scene, I was happy to see it go. I was happy to see that character. And um, uh, to me, I- I'm going to watch it again. I'm actually going to drive to a theater with D-Box, and I'm going to watch it in a hmm. awesome theater. So Nice. Uh, for me, last thoughts. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, ten out of ten, best movie ever made. No, it's <laughs> it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but I think this was a good like a good first course to like the year of movies that we're gonna get. Like ending with Star Wars. Like this is gonna be a fun. The next couple of years are gonna be fun year for movies. Fun years for movies and. In the past, like five years, been fun. But from but like story. this this from this for me did something like I was like, how are you gonna beat the Avengers? Because the Avengers, because I was one of those assholes too. How are you gonna beat the original Avengers? There was nothing Batman. There was nothing that you've ever seen before. You know, all your favorite Marvel friends coming together, and then this time around, it was like they did the same thing, but in different ways. Like the character development, the little party scenes, the banter, the way they fought was a little bit more together. You know. You see people throwing each other and flying with each other. And, you know, that was something that the first movie lacked that I enjoyed in this one. So I liked it. I had a good time. Just a quick question for you guys. Do you think that Marvel is uh, waiting for uh, Wolverine to be recast before they bring him into the Avengers universe? Or do you think he's ever going to be in there? You know what? That's not that's not their decision. What needs to happen is Fox needs to make a flop with the X-Men. And I think it needs to be pretty hard because they've. Well, yeah. I was say X Men Wolverine, X Men Origins Wolverine didn't do it for you. No, it needs to be pretty hard. Well, because they made those cheaply, mm-hmm. so it's not like they. I don't think they lost that much money. Yeah, they probably lost some, but they probably made it back in like DVD or something. Mm-hmm. So the the, the X Men Mutant franchise needs to flop for them hard for them to be like, okay, we'll start talking. Because I don't think they're going to give it up regardless. Like, say unless they invest, like, make a two hundred million dollar movie and it makes thirty million. They're not going to give it up. They're going to still make shitty John movies. Carter, that shit. Yeah, right. they're going to still make shitty movies. They'll <laughs> just make them with lower budgets. Yeah, and just to keep the um, just to keep the uh, rights, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know because X Men's one of those ones where like Fantastic Four they stopped doing the uh, comic for it, and Fantastic Four was never well. They probably were at some points, but they were never top tier as far as the wider public eye. Mm-hmm. So without the comic to kind of support them, you know. That's a little hairy situation for Sony to be like making their movies. Yeah, I mean, you say in my lifetime I'm gonna live hopefully a few long years. Um, <laughs> so like, but modern time. I, here's the thing, modern time. I don't know how this is gonna culminate because you have all these movies, you have all the same actors, and at some point they're gonna get old, and you're gonna have to replace them. So it's how they. So you have Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, Phase Four. But then how do you do with Phase after all these actors are too old to be these characters? You know, because then you go you because know, Hugh Jackman can only be Wolverine so many times. Iron uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be want is going to want to be Iron Man for a few more times, and he's going to want to stop doing that. Steve Rogers is going to get you know is going to be forty five someday. 
you know. So, what you are mean they- Chris Evans? Chris Evans. <laughs> no, Steve Rogers. Like, <laughs> for real, he Steve plays Rogers at forty five. You know, so like, so what are they going to do in the Language. next phase? <laughs> and so, you know, what are they going to do then? I can't be asking myself that question before I can answer that one. Where you know, these who's going to replace Hugh Jackman? Who's going to replace, you know, who's going to replace everybody? You know, well, Hugh but, Jackman already said he's going to play Wolverine one more time, and that's it. Right. So I was just wondering if whoever reca- gets recasted as Wolverine, that's an opportunity. I'm just saying. But here's the thing, too. We're in the age of kind of reboots and remakes, so it's not like they have to keep this continuity. Mm-hmm. True. You know? They can say, you know what, we're going to go up to phase eight, and that'll be the end of the MCU. Now we're going to make the MCEU, the expanded universe. Or, or we're gonna ultimate make the, universe or something like that. Yeah, like they you know, the they could just Ultimate Spider-Man, yes, I'll buy it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying Marvel should just do some cop-out shit and make, like, the Badger who has, like, four claws instead of three and just throw them in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> the he's, he's from Mexico and is just, you know, angry all the time. Instead of from <laughs> north of the border, he's from south of the border. Yeah. <laughs> he's a tall, skinny guy instead of a short, squat guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like whatever you know, like who else? Like I'm the Bayer man. <laughs> you know, instead, instead of Bub, he says man, <laughs> man, man, man. I'm I'm okay at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I do, and I all that I do, man, man. You know, I just think they should start doing that, making them like <laughs> I do whatever, blue, man. blue and white instead of you know black and yellow. <laughs> just, just just do things like that, you know, make like the. So you're saying you want Marvel to be make the Ramate like knockoff toy of Wolverine <laughs> in a movie? Why not? It's not like he's gonna be wearing the spandex. Must it be like Power Squad or some shit like that? It's not even the Avengers. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Y Men. The Y Men. The Y Watch them. The Guai. The Guai. I didn't say make a Mexican X Men. Make a Mexican X Men. I think that's more of a thing. So right, there's gonna be there's gonna be Triclops. Oh, uh, no, Triclops. Tri- He's just a fan of yeah. Mexico. The tricolor. El tri. Beast is going to be just like Kukui or something <laughs> it's like that. It's the Chupacabra. <laughs> God dang it, guys. Always has to come to Mexicans. Yeah. Actually, see, what, should, what should Gamut do? He throws dice instead, maybe? I don't know. What Loteria cards. <laughs> El Diablo. <laughs> and just slaps you in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> Storm is just like El, el, el Nino. Just el Negra. El Negra. <laughs> La Negra. By the way, by the way, like, I control the storms, dude. Why? Why that name? Why? Why? By the way, we should totally make an Avengers of the Loteria card characters. <laughs> like, have them all face El Diablo. And then like, el borracho, el borracho, yes, el borracho, el valiente. We'll have him with Tony Stark's armor, like loosely put on him, and he's still yes. drunk. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. Like you know, like have them face off against like you know. Don't be giving up all our good ideas on air, man. Yeah, well, one of these days. I don't think they're copywritten. That's they're like Grimm's fairy tales. They're just you know free for everyone to use. They exist. But anyway. <laughs> Back to Mexican culture and things that we love in the Mexican culture. Boxing. Woo! And we, we had... love that still? I thought we stopped <laughs> loving and all the Mexican boxers. Well, we... <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can say that we love them because, one, Mexico bought the rights to the pay-per-view for the entire nation. Yeah. So, like, so, like, their CBS was airing the fucking fight. And, two, 
they did the Mexican national anthem before everyone else's. <laughs> They're like, and now because Mexico is a thing, here's the Mexican national anthem. And I was like, wait, none of these fighters are me. I'm gonna go with it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not asking questions. Right. But anyway, the fight of the century, you guys. This is our modern uh, Ali Ali Frazier. Frazier. The Rumble yeah. in the Jungle. This is the. Something in the MGM the Grand. <laughs> just fought in the jungle by themselves. No pay-per-view. Just settle it themselves. No. The Thriller in Manila. Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Now, I went to a party, and my buddy bought it, and I watched it there. Gerg, about it, wait, Gerg did you watch it? Did you pay yes, for it? Yes, I did. Did you pay for it? I didn't pay for it, but I watched it. <laughs> and then, well, I mean, where I was at, they paid for it. Okay. Did you go to like a bar or a buddy's house? I went to uh, our family, one of our family, our Theo's house. Oh, okay. And Gil, did you get a chance to watch it? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm going to waste my time watching that boring ass shit. Uh, and boring, yeah, you, are, uh, you are wise beyond your years, uh, my friend. And I, you guys should. Every, you, okay, everybody. here's the thing. I know you guys saw it coming a fucking 10 miles away. We but hoped. I had just you hoped. hoped yeah. Cause See, I, you have a heart as black as mine. You don't hope anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, you guys. I wanted. Like this was the fight they hyped up, and yes, I fell victim to the hype. But I just, I, I just was like, I want to see if they'll do anything different. And that was maybe just my naive hope. That was my naive hope. <laughs> but exactly. But then I saw it. I saw it by the third round. I was like, this is gonna go all twelve rounds. Mayweather's gonna win, and I'm just gonna be annoyed because the Vegas fighting rules, man. It's like, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't, what do you guys think? Just from a fan's perspective. Did you know how? how- I knew they were going to go all 12 rounds the moment they started bringing out the, the statistics of the pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers were making over $130,000 $130, per second if the fight went 12 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that stat, and I was like... So I was like, this is going to 12. They they went... When Mayweather hugged Manny, he's like, motherfucker, go to 12, all right? <laughs> We're getting paid. This is $200 million each. And then he pushed off, and they ran away from each other. $200 million. Did you hear me? And then he like pushed off again. And they kind of walked around a little bit more. And then he hugged him again. Really, man, for real. So $200 million. You could buy the Philippines with that money. And then like walked away. Buy the Philippines. That should you know, be honest. You know, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Like, if you've been keeping up with boxing at all, you, you, you can see this kind of coming and coming and coming. Like, it's getting closer and closer to this point where um, it's not the boxing everybody wants. Yep. You know? So here, the thing about boxing is that if you've followed it maybe over the last 20 years or so, um, even if you just heard about it, you've seen it's class. gone from – you've seen the weight classes shift. So back in the day, it was heavyweights, and it mm-hmm. was just all heavyweights, and those were the big fights. Like, oh, this this heavyweight is going up against this heavyweight. You know? Ali Frazier. There you go. Uh, Tyson and whoever Tyson, that chump was. Uh, Holyfield. Uh, Holyfield. Foreman. Foreman, Sonny Liston, know, all those Sonny huge Liston. monsters and then, of men, and then it, and then it shifted to uh, light heavy middleweights, light, light, yeah, light mid- heavy and middleweights. When, when light heavy had, middleweights, where you had like um, Arturo Gatti, uh, Oscar a lot Norway, of Mexican uh, boxers, yeah, Cesar Chavez, Roberto Duran, then then it went lighter, and so that thing would have told you that these are kind of fads. These are not to be. To show the best of the best, these are to show who's good at that time, and let's go shift all our focus to that. Mm-hmm. And what that the implication of that is is that they're not developing good fighters. They're just kind of trying to find who is good that we could promote and we can make them undefeated. And then when they're you know twenty and zero, we'll put them against another guy who's twenty and zero, 
and then see who's better. We're yeah, not going to develop them. We're not yeah. going to train amateurs. We're not going to have a good um, kind of training mechanism. We're just going to let these guys develop on their own, get shit money for all their effort, and then whoever turns out to be good, we're just going to jump on their ass. Mm-hmm. Because then it shifts it again to lightweight and then cruiserweight and featherweight and then bantamweight. Like, what are they now right now? Is it bantamweight right now? Uh, Superfly and then bantam, yeah. So it's what is uh, what was the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight? Uh, they were both welter, but mm. May- Pacquiao shouldn't have been fighting on a welterweight. Mm, yeah. Should he been, <laughs> you said heavier or lighter? <laughs> it's heavier. Like it's Pacquiao's, heavier. Pacquiao's short. Like, yeah, it's it's 12. The, the, the boxing... Uh, Weight classes, I believe, are separated by 12 pounds. Mm-hmm. So he was basically fighting 12 pounds heavier than what he normally does. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. so... And so, like, so like <laughs> well, basically what my conclusion is that the reason why boxing is declining because they're not trying to develop fighters. They're just jumping on which fighters are good at the time mm-hmm. and then they can make money off of. Mm-hmm. So if you just happen to be, you know, 10-0 and 0 by chance or just by skill on your own terms, they're going to fill up your the rest of your roster and say, hey, here's some jobbers we're going to give you so that... When you face this other guy, you're both going to be like 35 and 0 or 35 and 1 or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we can you make know. some money off of this fight. And then we'll make it seem like it's a big, huge fight, even though you guys have been fighting different circuits and different yep. people. And like, you know, you guys have been fighting shit fighters or over the hill fighters. Yeah. But your records show that you're good. Your records show that you can outpace a fucking 45 year old guy or, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, or a 19 year old guy who barely remembers to keep his hands up, you know? Right. Who's. <laughs> A little bit green to the sport, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Gerg. What and, do you think about this kind of stuff? Like, because you you watch boxing more so than maybe even myself. I stopped watching it for a long time, but I can get to my point uh, in a little bit. And so, what did what did you think about the fight? And then, kind of how that sport is going. I mean, I I'm I grew up watching watching. I had I've had the privilege of wa- to watch a lot of great fights in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, grew up watching yeah. De La Hoya, Chavez, Morales. Um, Barrera, Tyson, Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. I mean, the line, the list goes on for, uh, I mean, Sugar Ray Leonard, Bernard Hopkins. I saw a lot of those guys fight, and those guys are fighters. Those guys were, um, even the quick feet guys like, um, Eric Morales and, um, Barrera, or Barrera's a little bit more of a thumper, but they were still, they were counter punchers, but they also were aggressors. They wanted to hit you. Yeah. Um, Got even like Sugar Ray Leonard, like he wanted to hit you. He was fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Muhammad. You can even go to the greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali was quicker than any heavyweight that he fought. Yeah. But he was the aggressor. You don't knock people out off counter punches. You don't. No. Yeah. So, and that's where my biggest gripe with Floyd Mayweather is. Like he has phenomenal defense. No. He perfect. Is sm- smoother he's smoother than nice that dude he slips and slides but i'm pretty sure i can take a punch from that guy because i've seen him in the in the majority of the fights that i've seen that guy in i've seen him lean into people tag him straight right and the other person like look at him like was that it like that what yeah (laughs) he hasn't knocked somebody out i don't think he's knocked anybody out in 10 years like and of his 47 wins, 26 by knockout. And that's another thing. You know how many fights Julio Cesar Chavez had before he lost? Was it like 87 or something like that? He had went 89 and 0 before he lost. His in his his career he had 115 fights. <laughs> like this dude's at 47 and he's on yeah. the greatest of all time. Shut the hell up. 
Canelo Alvarez is 10 years younger than you and has like 20 more fights than you do. Yeah. Like, see, but those guys, Floyd Mayweather is the is a boxer and he works in this system right. of um, the Olympic scoring Vegas, Vegas style, style box. boxing. Yeah. And I ain't mad at him. I mean, he's 40 years old. He's older than Manny. Looks good because he's never taken any hard punishment because right. he's never, one, fought anybody. And in my eyes, in the, in their prime, like, he fought Oscar. Oscar was a businessman on those fights. Like, yeah. Oscar started becoming a businessman in, like, 2003. Yeah. And pa- Pacquiao's a goddamn congressman. He just cut a CD. Like, he's not... He's, <laughs> he's playing basketball. Just, yeah, he's, he's just... That dude has another one or two fights. I want to see him and... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who just knocked them the fuck out. What's his name? Um, I forget. Oh, shit. I kind of think his name. Juan Miguel Marquez. Yeah. There we go. Marquez, yeah. Marquez. Yeah, Marquez, who just, like, lights out Pacquiao. I want to see them go one more fight because that was a fight. Those guys, mm-hmm. hate, like, went at it and they fought each other and they hit each other hard. And mm-hmm. that, to me, that's what I, I miss seeing from boxing. And um, there's actually, like, um, Kazakhstan and a lot of Russian, like, or not Russian countries. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Kazakhstan. Eastern, Eastern European countries. countries are coming out with pretty good boxers. Yeah, they are. Because... They've adapted to the ABA, uh, the not ABA, the Olympic scoring style, mm-hmm. where it's good to be a counter puncher, but if you're an aggressive counter puncher, guys kind of don't know what to do. Yeah, and like uh, in the undercard of this, the the fight that we watched earlier, the first undercard fight, yeah, with uh, some guy from I think Ukraine or something like that, beat the hell out of some Puerto Rican kid. <laughs> Like the guy got knocked out and like took a knee and he was like, I don't want to fight. No, he took he, no, he took a knee. They did the ten count right in front of his face. He goes eight, nine, ten. But on the the ninth second, he kind of like thought he had an extra two seconds. And yes. so at the end of ten, he got up, but he was already down. It's so like oh, it's what? over. And he was like, wait, wait. he kind of like, all we know, all we know that his he got hit so hard he was on a second hearing delay <laughs> because he heard eight, nine, and they started standing up. But he probably heard eight. <laughs> but the guy was counting on nine, so yeah. <laughs> it was to me. I was just like, it, it. I knew what was gonna happen. Everybody knew what Pacquiao had to do. Yeah, and he did. He had to knock yeah. him out or lose. That was your options. Yeah, and I don't. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not gonna chase anybody around for twelve rounds. Yeah. No. Well, that's the, that's the thing. For Pacquiao. Pacquiao could get knock could knock him out if he was willing to get ugly. Right. And he, mm-hmm. like you said, he's a con- congressman. He's got see, he's. He's older. He doesn't want to get ugly. He doesn't want to make this a nasty fight. He just wants to get past it. And, like, and that brings me to you know, you could chase a dude and and make him. If he got Mayweather upset at him, then Mayweather would have come out of his shell. Uh huh. But Mac Pacquiao wasn't going to do that. He was why? Yeah, why do but, that? And that was my you point. Know, yeah. That's what that's what I get to with mine because. So we, I was at your house a lot of those times watching those fights. And the big thing about my dad and my grandpa, my grandpa boxed in the Navy for fun. My dad boxed at the Y for fun. And so me and my my dad, he would teach us kind of what was going on in those fights. And when, you know, as a father teaches his son how to fight, just kind of how to hold your hands up, how to, you know, how to, how to conduct yourself in the ring and conduct yourself in a fight. You know, a lot of respect. Don't hit a guy on the ground. Don't kick him. Don't do any of that. Right. That's my dad's rules. And the main thing he taught me and one of the things that always stuck with me is that he goes, if you ever get in the ring with somebody you have to think that they're trying to kill you because they are, even though you're wearing gloves, even though if you're younger, you're wearing a helmet, they're going to try to kill you. So you have to do that. Either prevent yourself from getting killed or kill them first. 
Now that's that's what he kind of ingrained in me in terms of fighting. So when I watch boxers, and when I watch boxers at the time, like you said, aggressors, guys who didn't like each other, guys who wanted blood and that wanted to hurt the other person. Tyson, Tyson didn't want to win around. Tyson was fucking crazy. Tyson didn't want to win. No, Tyson didn't want to win around. He wanted to hurt the other person. And you know, when I was young, I didn't understand. I eat your asshole alive. <laughs> I broke my spine. <laughs> my back broke <laughs> spinal anyway but you see these guys and and like you look at de la hoya's fights and he fights with just like some of those flurries he goes at it just pure hatred in him and i look at and i saw this fight and i saw two guys hug each other and smile before the fight talk about how much money they're making then after the fight still smiling still laughing high-fiving huggy wuggy and i just and, you know and even in the fight you know i'm like these guys don't hate each other these guys don't these guys aren't mad at each other. These guys and I mean as obvious I mean, as it is though, as obvious as it is though, they're there to collect a check. And I was just like, okay, I can I you know, people are mad, oh Mayweather was hugging too much. Oh, Pacquiao didn't, you know, was throwing everything. That's not the point, because you're right. Vegas style, the way they do it is if you avoid all the punches and hit somebody kind of softly, you know, five times and you you win the round. But Mayweather didn't punch to kill him. Pacquiao didn't punch to kill him. He punched. They they punched the score, and I can't watch that. I can't watch that anymore. You know, that's like if I told you, like, hey, do you want to watch some guy's sword fight? Yeah. Would you like to see two guys go at a sword fight? Okay, here's fencing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, yeah. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, that's not sword. That's, that's it's not. I mean, it's sword fight, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> and yeah, it's like it's exactly like that. That's why nobody likes fencing. Fencing is incredibly boring because it's it's about points it's about points it's about getting precision points and mm-hmm. and and especially at, at that pace it's like so fast like it's not supposed to hurt it's supposed to be quick so you're not supposed to try to get you're just supposed to try to touch and then, then that's your point and then you yeah. get your point and you win yeah and and, uh, and so you can't get mad at mayweather for fighting the way he does like people are like oh no, yeah exactly he's you know he's doing exactly he did exactly what he needed to do and he and like i said he's like he has a foresight about him when I see him, like when I saw Mayweather or Pacquiao throw some punches and he was already out of the way, just waiting for him to swing. I was like, this guy has, this guy's a second ahead, let alone a second behind. This guy, you know, is like, all right, I'm moving out of here, moving out of the way. Okay. I can take a couple punches and I'm out, you know, and Pacquiao could take the hits because Mayweather doesn't hurt. And so it was like two guys, you know, love tapping each other. You know, it was like, it, it literally was like the scene from the wedding singer. <laughs> when the old guy and they're about to get in a far bar fight and the guy's talking some stuff and then blue comes out and just punches the other dude and doesn't <laughs> do anything. He's like, I'm sorry. I used to be much stronger because <laughs> if you look at the fight again, Mayweather caught Pacquiao with some straight right hands right on the chin. And then Mayweather faces like, man, last time I hit a dude like that, they fell down. Um, <laughs> Like I mean, yeah. and I'm obviously I mean Pacquiao has an off button. We yeah. found that out with the Morales or Marquez fight, but <laughs> that just goes to show you the difference between the the two fighters between Marquez and and, and Mayweather. Like Mayweather, I remember it happened in the fifth round of him when he fought De La Hoya. He had De La Hoya with a right hook. Right in the face, and De La Hoya kind of looked at him like, oh, "What? That was it?" <laughs> yeah. Or, or he looked at him like, "Hey, man, we had an agreement. You weren't gonna mess this up. We both have Body careers blows. after this. Yeah. Body blows up in the chest area, right? In the arms, in the arms. <laughs> no, no above kidneys. The ribs. 
No kidneys. No ribs. Never mind. No ribs. <laughs> By the way, no the ribs. term of the night, the term of the night was in the undercard. Like the guy was working the body and the announcer came up with this gem. He goes, Oh man, he's hitting with that, the Mexican liver shot. I was like, yeah. you can't. <laughs> Yeah, he called the move that he was attacking the body the Mexican liver shot. I go, you can't just call something what it is and add Mexican to it before. It's like kind of notorious for body shot for chopping people down like that. No, though, but so. it's like I'm gonna take a drink of water. Oh man, he's taking a Mexican drink of water. It's like no, you can't do that. <laughs> well, you can do that if you're racist. <laughs> but it's like it's the same. It's, you know, you don't add anything by making it Mexican. It was just confusing to me. Was everyone at the party I was, I was just started laughing. <laughs> Whenever you do the Mexican liver shot, you grow a mustache instantly, and then it goes away. <laughs> ha ha! Oh man, I'm just saying. And then, and then the, my, probably my biggest gripe at the end of the day was that, like, I looked at both of them, and you get, you know, they're congressmen, they're celebrities, and things like that. I'm like, they weren't red. They weren't even red. They weren't even. They didn't have a scratch on them. Yeah, they, I was oh, like, yeah. like you guys had a tw- a twelve round pillow fight. <laughs> like, like you know, because they just they made so much emphasis about the gloves and stuff. It's like they must have put cottonell baby wipes in the motherfuckers because you they were just so clean. But, yeah, no, run them. Yeah. Oh god, like boxing isn't that boxing is when I when was that the Holyfield fight? Uh, what year? Because I saw that live. Because I remember recalling um, that I asked my dad, "Can you do that?" <laughs> By the like, guy, ninety seven. Ninety seven. So yeah. I was seven years old watching. The Tyson Holyfield fight, depending on what what time of the year it was, I might have been six years old. But blood, violence, I was watching that, and now I'm you know I'm a grown man and I have you know I actually have a, you know a thirst for that now because I want to see two guys you know kill each other. You know when I'm young, I'm just watching you know something my dad liked. Now I want to see two guys beat the shit out of each other, and I'm seeing these two guys walk away clean with the biggest paycheck that I'll with a bigger paycheck than I will ever make in my life. You know, it's so it's just like that's. I don't like the world anymore. <laughs> I just get, it, it, it's like, you know, if the fans lost, like De La Hoya, he actually got on uh, Twitter and started you know, running his mouth. Did you see that, Gary? No. What did he say? De La Hoya, uh, uh, 1248, May 3rd. Sorry, boxing fans. 1259. Can't wait for some real action next week at Canelo versus KO Kirkland, HBO Boxing. A little bit after that. Call me old school, but I like that the fans getting their money's worth by watching an action-packed fight. A little bit after that. I'm just not into the boxing running style. I like jumping out of my seat because a fight was existing and the fans got their money's worth. They I mean, nothing, like nothing too hardcore, to but... Any boxer, any boxer could do that style that Mayweather does. This is just a highlight video of Yeah. Because there's... Yeah, he just, man, he was a different caliber dude. But anyway... Um, we'll share that on the page later uh, on Facebook. And I, and, I, and I could put up, I mean, Bernard Hopkins, I could put up any boxer up here that of any nationality... Like, you get Lennox Lewis, knocked two out. He was an English black dude. That dude was amazing. <laughs> he was the last good heavyweight. Yeah. Before the, like, the, do you want to know the state of boxing? Russians are the heavyweight champions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not saying anything about Russians, but I'm pretty sure if I had the money, I'd go find a guy who used to play, you know, college basketball and make him into a boxer <laughs> and be like, all right, go beat the hell out of this dude. <laughs> yeah. But it just mean it doesn't. It's nothing against Russians, but it just means that we've forgotten heavyweight boxing was a thing, and so we've exactly. just not put anything into it. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. And yeah, and yeah, this I don't know. And one thing people are like, oh, that's why I watch only MMA, and it's, it's just kind of like, well, yeah, sure, but boxing is a different thing. It's supposed to be a different thing. It's supposed to be. It's an art. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a chess match. It's, you know, you have been weighed, you have been measured, <laughs> and you have been seen. Like, yeah. But honestly, there's only, really, I saw this on, on Twitter. There's really only two winners in the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Mexico and... Nope. Dana White and the UFC. <laughs> Be- yeah, no uh, because honestly, like I don't like UFC. I really don't. I've been a, I've been hardcore boxing pretty much all the time. But at least sometimes you'll see two guys who hate each other beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they they <coughs> hug each other and they wrestle and they grapple. Yeah, they kick each other in the face. You know, that's against everything that I was taught to do in a fight. But at least some of those guys actually legitimately hate each other and actually fight like it. So. I don't know. That makes me sad. That makes me sad that boxing now doesn't exist in the way that we... I used to remember it fondly, you know? Like I said, watching fights since I was five, five, six years old, way younger than I should have been. Yeah, you have to to watch a lot of the young guys go, because those guys are still hungry. Like, um, as upset I was that uh, Alvarez lost to um, Mayweather, Mm -hmm. you can't... Like, the way you fight Mayweather is that you go out there and stand in the middle of the ring. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to do uh, Foreman. Foreman against Ali. My dad taught, told me that's what he did to beat Ali the second time or the first time. Sat in the middle of the ring, waited for him to be done with his flashiness and play his play his match. Yeah, he just stood there. Mm-hmm. Just stand there, make this guy come to you. And if he's going to – but also back then you actually had to make solid contact. So if your defense is just mm-hmm. super good and you make that guy try to come and be an aggressor and you become a power counter puncher <laughs> – Mayweather would have been slept a long time ago, right. but everybody wants. To, everybody has this thing of like you have to go out there and beat the champ. Like you ain't gonna catch that dude. He's quick. Yeah, he's yeah. slippery. But if you go out there, just plant your feet. Be like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's walk around and, this and, ring. and wait for him. That's the thing. Don't be a fan favorite. Don't be a fan favorite. Don't go for the knockout. Don't go for the haymaker. Stand in the middle of the ring. Let him do his dancing and just say, "Hey, you're gonna punch me. You're gonna punch me because nobody's ever made you punch me." You know. Everyone tries to punch you, and you dodge and you counter. Fuck that. You play, you know, make them fight your fight. That yeah, was always, you know, what, you know. You know, too, like, one, one thing that I kind of liked about boxing, too, is that um, the, the characters of the guys are better. Yeah. Because, like, you can see other stuff in the ring besides boxing that was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when it got interesting. Like, you know, when Ali did, like, the rope-a-dope. Yeah. That was, like, the start yeah. of it. But then when you see, like... uh like Tyson just being aggressive all the time. Yeah. Just the bull coming at you nonstop. Yeah. Just running yeah. Right at you. Unrelenting. You yeah. know? And when so, these guys um, like shit talk each other in the ring, and when you when you see a boxer go from boxing and being dominant to getting mad and being sloppy and then the fight turns, like that shit is interesting. Because mm. it that's gets, when like it gets scary. That was uh know? Eric uh that was Bar- Bar- Barrera and Morales, like all three of their fights. So those guys didn't like each other at all. And they would walk in, and one guy would catch a punch, and the other dude would just get p- pissed off and try to go at him. And yeah. those guys, those at the end of those fights, you could tell those dudes were in a fight. Fucking Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather could have gone to the club afterward. They probably went together. They were all <laughs> holding hands and shit. And Pacquiao- the real, the real winner though of that fight was fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> what? Fuck Tom Brady. That motherfucker <laughs> I was saw at his the face. Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby in the morning. And then at the fight in, in the nighttime. That's money right there. And it looked like he was by himself. I was like, damn, this dude's a boss. See, fuck, I don't need my friends. I'm just going to go. It, it pissed me off because I had to look at his ugly mug above the third rope every fucking minute of that fight. So not only was like, so, like, if my eyes wandered from that shitty fight, look who I saw. Fucking Tom Brady. 
I like that there was like Arab Sikh sons like in the front rows and stuff like that. Like, it was <laughs> awesome. There was also like the entourage for Floyd Mayweather sounds like a setup, like a punchline. Justin Bieber, the Burger King man. <laughs> And Floyd Mayweather walking to a ring. Wait, what? <laughs> We're talking about Jimmy Kimmel was looking like Run DMC in the background of Matty hey, Pacquiao's. The, 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 the lost Jewish member of Run DMC. <laughs> Did you see that, Gil? <laughs> no. Look up Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Pacquiao entourage. And you His see shirt it, was awesome, though. He's, he's wearing like a Run DMC hat, a chain for some reason. He's just so out of place, almost as out of place as the Burger King man was. It didn't make any sense to me. Um, there was another thing though I saw. Uh, I saw like a 16 year old girl, maybe even young, like 13 year old girl, texting on her phone in like the fifth row. I was like, "Fuck you, bitch!" There's right. there was a, there was another eight year old kid who was flipping off the camera. Somebody got like a like a screenshot of like an eight year old kid like with the middle finger across his forehead, just like this. It's like, he's like, "Why did you bring me here?" It was the, let me read what it said on the. It was on uh, Twitter. This shit was hilarious. It said. When your parents rich as shit and you're texting your friends during the fight asking if they can see you flipping off the camera. <laughs> Let me see if I can show you guys real quick. There you go. <laughs> oh, little bastard ass kid. Point being, the best fight I saw this weekend was on IMAX 3D. And it was between two computer generated objects. So, <laughs> Alright guys, you want to move on to the next thing? Um, next and final thing? Next and next final step, thing. Yeah. So moving forward, we're going to talk about something just completely different, just to kind of get the sourness out of our mouths from that fucking terrible, terrible state of affairs. And that is something I read on uh, TheMirror.com. And that is something very dear to my heart, considering I have one. It says, some beards contain more poo than a toilet, shocking study reveals. What? So for all you hipster folks out there, you probably have a lot of dookie in your beards. A lot of dookie. <laughs> so, according to this article, sorry hipsters with your fancy face hair. Apparently, the average beard can have more poo in it than a toilet. And then, yum, says the article. <laughs> it says, according to microbiologists, hairy faces could actually be dirtier than the loo because of the rancid bacteria that beards collect. Um, pretty much that they collect tons and tons of fecal matter in the course of the day because people put their hands you know, they wipe their ass and then they put their hands on their no, beard. No, no, no. It's not. They say it's rancid bacteria. That's different. That's bacteria. That that poo is is from your mouth because your mouth is dirtier than your asshole. You know this, yes, right? Yes, it is. And the second dirtiest thing on your body, your hands. So I'm just saying, like, if your beard has more poo than a toilet, that says something about your hands and your mouth. <laughs> so where do you, what do you, how do you think it got there? Stop eating shit. That's all we're saying. <laughs> no, brush your teeth and floss. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is apparently the key to a poo-free beard. I can't believe this is an actual thing, though, like an actual concern. Like, wash your damn face, wash your damn hands, but washing your hands in a good old thorough face scrub and resist twirling your mustache like a Victorian gent. I do that all the time. Fuck your noise. You know what, though? <laughs> if you're afraid of things like poo in the air, guess what? Kill yourself now because, like, there's poo in the air. Right now. <laughs> because... What, what people call poo, like what people call fecal matter, is like quite varied. It's not just one. It's not just poop. Yeah, fecal matter is like a bunch of different things. <laughs> Anything that's pretty much digested. And guess what? There's bacteria in your mouth right now digesting shit. You got poo in your mouth. <laughs> surprise, surprise, motherfucker! He has a piece of paper in his mouth that probably has poo on it too. 
Now that paper has poo because of him, not because of the it paper. It is my California Department of Justice Firearm Safety Certificate. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you're cleaning your teeth with it. Fuck you, Texas. It's laminated. <laughs> I don't think that makes it any better. I'm just saying, why are you dirty that piece of paper with your poo mouth? Because I don't want the poo in my mouth. I want it on the paper. <laughs> it's not a transitive property. You don't get rid of the things in your mouth by just slobbering. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, I guess I can't argue that. You said that, you said that very strongly without any sort of... Well, that's what um, I always get told. Um, you say things as if you're never wrong, and I was like, yeah, there's a word for that. It's called conviction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, great. I imagine this is good news for you, considering you can barely grow a beard. No, that's not a jab. That's a, that's a uh, legitimate concern. Why you got to kick me in the nuts, man? What the fuck? <laughs> because that's a better fight. Not all of us are dirty Arabs like you and your brother. How about that, huh? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm hey. a dirty Persian, all right? <laughs> Iranian. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. yeah, if you I'm don't Persian. want to sound threatening, you're Persian. If you want to sound threatening, you're Iranian. <laughs> what? Wait, aren't Persians from Iran? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what like, joke wait a is. <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, I mean, there's really not what much you, you can say about that. the nastiest thing someone's found in their beard? I would, I'm just going to I'm gonna say it's like food-related. Toilet ice cream. Toilet ice cream. You know one of the funniest <laughs> things? Uh, again, bringing back my uh, my brother, the Metzger Steam Donkey. He um, he fell asleep in the car one time, and he had his head down. And he has a very, like, big Leonidas beard at the time. Yes. And he's like, he woke up, like, because we stopped. And he, he's looking at me, and he's like, I feel so disgusting right now. I'm like, what happened? He's like, my chest is wet. And that means the drool... And it's went through the beard. And he, and he like grabs his beard and it was like. And I was like, oh, it's so nasty. I was like, God damn, dude. He's like, the hell were you dreaming about ribs? And she's like, the hell are you drooling so much? Like, who? Who's just like. <laughs> you know, like, I wake up and sometimes my pillow's a little moist, but. <laughs> You got a moist spot, but not like you like through the mattress. <laughs> God damn. So, you're, so the nastiest thing you can imagine is drool being. <laughs> well, no, it was just like, it was just an instance I saw. Like, that was just, I experienced it there. Like, he was drooling all over himself right next to me in a car. And, like, I've never had that problem. <laughs> and he's like, it always happens. Or, like, him, him like, moving his beard so he can eat so food just doesn't get caught in there. <laughs> Like, try eating, like, something crumbly, you know? Mm-hmm. He's trying to eat. Ooh, it would be the worst, because, like, I had a little bit of a long beard for a little bit, just because, you know, I want to see how long I can get it. I had pancakes one time, and the syrup <laughs> just dripped into my beard. <laughs> and it was, like, and I I tried washing it out with just regular, like, water, like, from, like, the Denny's bathroom. But it just stayed there forever, and, my like, it smelled like maple syrup. Yes. Actually, you might have done <laughs> done it worse by trying to wash your face with Denny's bathroom water. <laughs> That was more dangerous to you. Yeah, and the other thing nice. in my experience, last thing is, uh, pie in the face contests aren't as fun when you have a beard, because that smell of fucking milk never <laughs> fucking goes away. Like you know, we did pie in the face contests for like fundraisers in school, and so we would do it. We'd, we'd wash your face, wash your nose, but just that stench of just old milk would permeate through your whole entire day. Because it would get into the follicles. It would be in the follicles. It'd be right on the bristles of your beard or your mustache and you try to scrub you try to scrub it just that just milk just nasty milk and it's just 
Oh, I hated it so much. <laughs> I, I'm just like imagining that smell right now. <laughs> uh, that's Gil. Anything that you can think of nasty things in your beard? Not really. I keep it pretty clean. It's pretty short too. I never get it like super long, so it's like I never give it the chance. Uh, I'm trying to think. I might have put like car oil in it once, but that's about the worst of it. <laughs> like on purpose or? No, because I was working on a car and I scratched my beard. <laughs> but you know, like that's not that big. Like so I know that. Yeah. But you know, I mean, that sounds generally like, I try to keep it. That sounds more manly than terrifying or sad or anyway. I once let my beard on fire and it didn't burn. It just was a fire beard for like <laughs> two days. Okay, strong bad. You have a food. You have a beard. It was like a fire beard. Did never go out. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that copyright infringing note, <laughs> this has been the fantastic email. The email. This has been the emails. Oh no, <laughs> I'm so. We don't have emails yet, but actually, at this point is where I'd like to get to that. If you'd like to contact us here at themexlens.com, here on the Fantastic Voyage, if you have any questions or anything for us to answer, and we would love to hear them, because uh, let's just start. Let's just face it. We're new again. We're born again, like the Christians. Like the Christianity. Call up Corey and Martin and ask them questions about us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, because some of us are going to be double toasted fans. Hi, Mar- Martin, Corey, and Tommy, and Ray, and all the hot girls that are hey, on that show. Hey, don't sound so, like, angry when you say Ray and Ray. <laughs> I thought I was a resident Mexican for double toasted. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go to doubletoasted.com. They helped us get our start the first time around. And tell them who show. sent you. And tell them who sent you, themexcellence.com. And so tell them they've been served. <laughs> <laughs> tell Corey he's 18 years late on child support. <laughs> that being said, we are themexcellence.com. We're going to have new videos. I am starting a new YouTube series, uh, Today in Mexcellence. Our first episode, which will be released soon, is Why There Are No Space Latinos in Star Wars. And following that, we're going to talk about actual Latinos in space, which is kind of a cool little thing I wanted to, you know, educate the people about. Because there's a ton of them. And Gert... Edward James almost is in space. I was going to get to that next. Fictional space. Let's <laughs> talk about real space Mexicans, not... <laughs> Edward James almost is in space? Battlestar Galactica, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he was also Selena's father, and it was the 25th <laughs> anniversary of when she passed. <laughs> and um Gerg, you're gonna be getting your twitchy stuff going on. Yeah, um I'm, you're gonna be able to uh, watch me play games and probably play games with me on Twitch. Um just Iri he's gonna be on the Iri canal. No, um you're gonna be able to play games with me on Twitch. Watch me play games, play some games with me. Um I'm just ironing Jesus Christ. Ironing. <laughs> ironing the details out. <laughs> you can watch me on Twitch um, and iron my ironing my you can watch me on Twitch where I'm ironing the wrinkles out of everything I have to do for this bloody fucking website. No, um uh. where I'm gonna be um ironing out the details, getting everything in order. Um gonna be trying shooting for at least two streams a week. Uh, were, but never cross them. Uh, but never cross them. But never crossing them because Lord knows what will happen. <laughs> Busting makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> no one afraid. Anyway, no let's continue. <laughs> so um, yeah, that'll be coming very soon. As soon as that's up and running, um, you guys will know. Trust me. Yep, I'll be the first to tell you. Um, Gil, do you have any projects coming? <laughs> no. 
I'm, gonna do I'm, working. I'm a working stiff. <laughs> I don't got nothing. DIY Gilbert making PVC weapons. <laughs> he's not gonna show you. Maybe. He's not gonna show you how to do them. He's just gonna show you the ones he's made. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna put on my uh, overly oversized leather jacket, my fingerless gloves, and a black Should've bandana. And then I'm going to set up, like, water bottles full of water, but they have, like, pictures of people I hate on them, and then shoot them with, like, random shitty weapons, like a four-sided sword. <laughs> shoot them with katanas. <laughs> shoot them with katanas. I made a katana pistol. They're going to be slightly off-center, and the sound quality is going to be shit. There's going to be hella wind for some reason. Motherfuckers always decide to film on the fucking windiest day in the year. Ernie well, lives in Chicago in the cuts. <laughs> uh, One thing I, I'm jealous of those guys because they have like fucking huge backyards because <laughs> land is cheap. <laughs> land is cheap where it doesn't matter. <laughs> and also in his other side series, he's going to become the Mexican knockoff Avengers. Or X-Men, I should say. He will be premiering his role as the Y-Men, the Badger with his four-clawed swords. <laughs> Anyway, folks. And my recovery fa- factor. <laughs> no, you get injured. Sana, sana, colita. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We have to make that, ha- we have to make that happen, oh, you guys. There's going to be a, one, of the, one of the superheroes is actually going to be La Rana. He's like Wolverine. <laughs> he just never gets hurt. Uh, man, I'm serious. We got to make that happen. Like, that's got to happen. Anyway. Um, but you can watch all of these awesome YouTube things and Twitch things. Well, one, Gergi's uh, show. Do we have a name for that show yet, Gerg? Uh, title pending. Twitching with Gurgi. <laughs> Twitching with Gurgi. <laughs> yeah. Working title. Uh, you can find those shows and other things too. I'm also trying to get into the dank meme project and make cool vines and whatnot. I made one about uh, Catholics and uh, the Force. So hopefully you guys ca- have caught that on Facebook. But you can catch that at youtube.com slash the Mexcellence D-O-T-C-O-M. That's T-H-E-M-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E. D-O-T-C-O-M, Mexlens.com spelled out. And on SoundCloud, where you're listening to this, same spot, uh, Facebook.com slash TheMexcellence. And you can hit me up individually on Twitter at TheMexcellence. Gerg, where can they hit you up at? You can find me on Twitter um, uh, at M-X-L-N-T-G-E-R-G. That's Mexcellent Gerg. Um, send me your funny stuff. Send me your hate mail. Send me your love, ladies. Um... And dudes, I mean, I don't know if you guys are in, into into me. Um, also, uh, if you're a Rooster Teeth fan, you can find me on their website as uh, my government name, uh, Guillermo. Yep, I was able to get my name as my <laughs> name. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so my on name the site, is my own. <laughs> my name is my own. And um, yeah, I'll give you guys the Twitch as soon as that gets up and running. Gil, where can they contact you at? Big Jones. If you go to 4th Street on the corner, there's a light pole, and just scrawl your messages on there, and I'll read them, and I'll reply on little pieces of wood that I'm going to send down the Guadalupe River. <laughs> Find them. <laughs> and in one last uh, bit of business, themexcellentshop.com is open for business. So on all the videos that we do, I'm going to be wearing our shirts that I've made ourselves and I've designed. If you go to mxlntshop.com, that's mxlntshop.com, you can find t-shirts of all sizes from small to 3X in various colors of things either relating to the Mexlens. We have some Heisenberg shirts, like from, uh, you know, Breaking Bad. We have some video game shirts. A lot of things you'd like. But the main thing, main reason why I'm telling you this 
is because for every shirt bought through the Mexilence, a shirt will be donated to a child in need in Southern California area. So if you like giving back to charity, if you like supporting us, go buy a t-shirt. It's like two for one, except you only get one. And yeah, it's a good cause. So I, I hope you guys would do that for us and for the children in need. But that's it, guys. We are back officially from our hiatus. The end is over. Yes, we're getting paid yeah. again, right? If they buy shirts at MexicanShop.com, uh, they <laughs> No pressure, y'all, but buy some shirts. Yeah, because... And we have a Kickstarter or something, or Patreon, or... Uh, we're going to work on Patreon. I'm looking to get into that. Uh, Kickstarter. We already pretty much have the stuff get to get going, so Patreon will probably be our best option. But definitely looking into that. But as of tonight, we are done. I've been Sammy Gonzalez. I've been Gilbert Gonzalez. And I've been the Fantabulous Gurgi. Thanks for sticking around, folks. Hope to see you guys for many years to come. But let's start with next week. I'll see you guys next week. We gotta make that a. We gotta make that a mariachi song.